Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak-Bierman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak-Bierman. Hi, you guys. Welcome to this episode of House of Kim. Um, Christmas is next week, and you know what? We haven't taken any of our decorations. We're one week away from Christmas. We have not taken any decorations, additional decorations, out of the attic. Not no. my ladies that sit at the piano. Nope. Not the train that sits in front of the piano. Not nope. Mr. and Mrs. Claus that sit at the front door inside. Nope. Nothing. I had big plans for you, babe. And then uh, every day went by and I just couldn't find the time. Um, Croy's voice is shot. Um, he's got somewhat of a cold or something. I don't know what's yeah. going on. I told him not to talk much. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite congested. Yeah, he, you're a mess. So I Any, feel like I could. What, what's the lowest uh, note that is a bass? Is is, is that a bass on a, in a chorus? Somebody who sings bass. Uh, you know. Oh my god, weird. I should I should try out. Anyways, we spoke to Eric actually yesterday, you guys, um, and I was just an emotional wreck, as you could tell. I could barely speak. So well, our guests haven't heard about our guest yet. Well, they're going. Oh, that's right. I guess this you're right. So they don't know. Yeah. No, I know this is the beginning, but your voice is totally different. So what I'm trying to explain is, is that we we had our phone call yesterday yes. with our Dream Big December guest, and we couldn't talk afterwards, and so we kind of ran out of time. Yesterday, we had a scheduled call with him. We ran out of time. Um, to be able to sit down and kind of do the first part of the podcast and do it that way. So we're kind of doing it ass backwards. And then uh, we had to wait a little bit this morning because Croy's voice was, that wasn't even there, which yeah. was actually, you know what, kind of nice because I was talking all this shit and he couldn't really respond. <laughs> so it was really great. But now he's up and running and so are we. So um, let me give you guys purposity update. Um, you can still join House of Kim or what have you, but they're the actual, you know, Clark Howard um, gift to Department of Children and Family Services um, portion of it is no longer um, available because right. they wouldn't have gotten their Chris- Christmas gifts in time anyway. Right. So you can still donate and join my team, which I encourage you to do. I've received a lot of emails from people saying that they couldn't um, figure out how to get to the team. And honestly, I hear you. It was a little tricky. Um, yeah, we asked for your guys' yeah, feedback Yeah, I got a week. lot of emails. Yeah. A lot of people said that they didn't understand how it worked. A lot of people said that they thought I was getting a kickback, which I've talked about last week, and I definitely didn't. I just simply thought that this app or think that this app 
app is a great idea. And it was nothing more than that. And so we reached out to the owner ourselves to do it and bring it to you guys. It's really that simple. So, um, and we, and we, got, and, we got some emails too, where people explained their situation. They said, look, we, we love you guys. We love what you guys stand for speaking about us, what you guys try to preach, but I'm just in a really tight spot this year. I can't, I, I just, I couldn't find it in my, in my budget to, to, to help you guys out. I also and, had I, and some- I understand that I got, we, we, that wasn't what our, that wasn't what we were trying to uh, express last week. We, right. we were simply expressing um, what we expressed. So if you misunderstood us there, um, we hope you understand now that it wasn't about that. We, we totally understand people have budgets and, and you can only do what you can do. And it's okay. So, but we got, we got, you know, lots of feedback that oh, we, we had shared. such a great, we had so many great emails. Um, and I'm trying to find one in particular um, that talked about how this gentleman has $20,000 in credit card debt and, and just, you know, um, it's really hard to try to, you know, donate for him um, at this time. And then he said, you know what? Then you started talking, Cam, about how you donated $50 a month to St. Jude's and I figured, you know what, I should be thankful for my job and I can find a couple bucks basically to um, to donate. Right. So he said, He's you, you change basically changed my mind and my perspective, which I thought was really, really cool. And I'm going to do better is what he said. Yep, I'm going to do better, which was really cool. But anyways, yeah. that's my goal is to everybody to just kind of do better per se. Um, and with that being said, you know, the $50 to St. Jude's, when you guys hear the story today from our Dream Big December, you're going to be like, you know what? I mean, it's really cool to donate to such an incredible place who does such incredible things when I could barely afford it. And then to hear a story like your guys are going to hear here in a second, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, get your tissues ready for Dream Big December today, you guys, because woof. Um, our kids out of school on Friday. I'm so excited. What do you guys buy the teachers for Christmas? Um, Croy thinks that what I bought them is weird. One of the things do that I? I bought them. You thought you thought that it was kind of weird. This one. Oh, well, so no, we'll talk well, about well, it next week. I don't want to say what it is yeah. because the teachers I think do listen to the podcast <laughs> and they haven't. Only yeah. a set of them today got the gifts because there was a few of them. So. I couldn't send the littles and the boys with all the gifts because the littles had to help the boys basically. So tomorrow, anyways, I don't want them to hear. Right. Um, Once what you is, explained but, your intention for the gift, I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Oh, my hairdresser sense. Nikki was like, "This is fucking weird. Nobody wants that." Right. Which, whatever. But and then, but once you explained your intention, I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes total sense," and I get it. And yeah. So then. We'll talk about what Croy's idea was for the gift, and I thought that was kind of strange, but then it made sense too. So we'll talk about that next week, but I would love to know what you guys give the teachers because I always want to give people gifts that can use them, right? right? Like um, I you know, I can't think of something right now that like I just wouldn't use, but like um, – or eat or whatever, but people send these gifts, and it's just kind of – I always try to pick – I don't send – Maybe I do. I guess I sent a bunch of gift baskets this year to people uh, like we do every year. Um, we use the same company that we use every year, actually. Um, and it's just cheese and crackers, sausage, you know, pepperoni, that kind of thing. Because I feel like everybody kind of around the holidays will definitely eat that. They have people over. So I do that. Right. Dr. Hochstein, my plastic surgeon, sent me and his staff sent me a bottle of Opus yesterday for Christmas. And it's my favorite wine one of my favorite wines, but especially during the winter. And it's just so thoughtful and so sweet. And it came in the most beautiful box. And I had to look up the website that he went to because 
it was so beautifully done. And sometimes you like one of these websites that we actually shop at for the sausages and cheese, they make their own wine, which I think is weird. And so you can only send their wine with the gift package. You can't mm. send a bottle of Opus or cake mm. bread or, you know, Camus or whatever it is you want. You can, you have to send their wine, which is right. very bizarre. But anyways, um, I tend not to ship out the same gifts to people or buy multiples and give to people. I tend to think like, Oh, what would so-and-so want? What would, could they use? And I, I think really the thought right. what is what, what people can appreciate. Uh, I wouldn't, there's been a lot of articles written in a lot of, I guess, quote unquote studies done as far as like the best way to gift somebody and um, don't think that a high dollar amount is a good way to give a gift that's not uh, you can typically find out somebody's interests with just a little bit of research on them whether you ask a, a, a friend of a friend or you look at their Instagram page or their Facebook page or do a little background search see what they like to do is if their hobbies reading or if their hobbies wine tasting or if their hobbies pottery or whatever give them a gift and something of their interest don't bring somebody a bottle of wine who doesn't drink they're, right. they're not going to appreciate your gift. Right. They're not going to use it. It's going to sit and collect dust if, dust, if not get thrown away. And you're not going to make an impression on that person if it's trying, you're trying to impress your boss or, or the person that you like or whatever. Just do a little bit of research. Find something that they like. And you don't have to go crazy hog wild on the money. But give them something that they're going to use and appreciate. The holidays are here, and I think I can guess what you're doing. You're out buying stuff, right? Kids, friends, grandparents, your other half, everyone's getting something. So here's a festive tip. Don't just buy, buy, buy. Sell, sell, sell with Mercari. You know Mercari, the selling app that makes selling your stuff super fast and easy. The app has over 500,000 reviews on the App Store with an average of 4.8 star ratings. So why not give it a try? Everything ships too, so there are no awkward meetups with strangers, which is great. You can even use Mercari to buy gifts too. Finally, an app that makes you money. Check out Mercari and lighten the load this holiday. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I, Mercari, the selling app. No, I agree. And so you guys, I don't know if you send out Christmas cards, but we never do. And you know why? We I always have this great plan, right? We're going to get with our photographer, Derek Blanks. We're going to get on a ladder. We're going to, I don't know, dressing gowns. We're going to do all this shit, right? Well, guess what? It doesn't happen. It's never <laughs> happened i did it with the girls when i was single maybe three years in a row that's about it um and so this year and i'd love to get christmas cards and we have a bunch and i save them every year i still don't know why i do but i do i just love to save these christmas cards so i decide that we're gonna send out christmas cards on december 16th i decide this and Croy's like oh yeah and so we have a picture that we took recently in the last few months as a family and we said we're going to do a Christmas card this year with this photo when we took the photo when we took the photo (laughs) and it was so it's easy right all you have to do is like upload a photo can I tell you guys something it took us five hours to input addresses we went to minted or whatever which is where i got all the kids stationery and stuff anyway i like that company a lot it can get very carried away i got very carried away i did foiled inserts i did you know specific Uh, color stamps so that they match i i went all out i don't give a shit i want somebody anything that i ever touch or do has to be a hundred percent and I'm a tourist and I feel, and we're known for having, you know, overdoing everything over maybe eating or over indulging, indulging over. <laughs> and so this is like an indulging thing for me and it's not, you know, so I had to have everything just perfect. It was outrageous, outrageous. And then I thought, well, I'm only going to send out 50. So we bought 50. 
we were at 85 by the time it was over and we had to go back and buy more. And then Corey's like, I said, so I thought by putting in all these addresses that they were going to send them for me. I'm paying for the stamps. I'm giving you the addresses. Why are you not shipping them for me? They're going to send the shit to me all ready to go. But because I bought this special foil insert, I have to insert it into the envelope and then put the card and then send them from my house. So everybody's getting a Christmas card late, but it's better than not at all. So... Anyways, I'm happy, happy that we New did it, and I'm gonna yeah. It's a happy. Corey wanted to do like Happy New Year, but I didn't like the way it looked on our picture, and I also won't be showing our Chris or sharing our Christmas photo on my Instagram until a little while after Christmas because I think it's special that when I receive a card from my family and friends, and it's just special to like family and friends. I think it's really cool, and so if I go and I share it with three million plus people before my friends get the card, it's not special. So anyways, I decided to do it and I'm excited. And next year we're going to do a photo shoot. I'm pissed off that we don't have one that I can't look for the last, you know, 10 years that Mm -hmm. we've been together. Um, We could have done some really good shit. That's the thing about me that I'm going to work on in 2020 is like, I didn't do a professional photo shoot pregnant with the twins. Everybody's like, you're going to regret it. I do. My stomach was huge. Like I do wish I did it. And I had to force myself to do a professional photo shoot when the twins were a couple weeks old. So I'm going to do like take the time to make the Christmas card and just do it because I love it when it's done. It's just getting all of us ready and getting everybody's outfits picked out. So I'm going to work on doing stuff like that. Like I usually don't try to leave the house. I really feel like the last couple months I've tried to attend as many events as I can with my friends and whatever family instead of just staying home because we're creating memories. So I'm, you know, I do, I'm a homebody. I like to stay home. Brielle rides my ass every day about it. Like mom, let's go somewhere. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't want to go anywhere. (laughs) So anyways, that's that. Um, very excited to get Christmas cards. So if you know my address, send me one (laughs) anyways, you guys. Okay. Get your tissues. I'm warning you now. If you're at work, listen to this later. Okay. Um, Dream Big December for us is very special, near and dear to our hearts, and we have thousands of submissions, and Croy was reading through the submissions, actually, in his office a few days ago, and I don't know what I was doing, but I was in our room doing something, and Croy's like, babe, come here, and I'm like, what? So I go in there, and he's crying, and he's watching this video that I refuse to watch. I said, I, don't, I can't cry today since it's not happening, so anyways, so I left. I think I was wrapping gifts or doing something. Doing, mm. I was doing something. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to cry today. So he's like, you know, I got to finish watching this video basically. And so somebody had, you know, sent a an email. Samaritan. A good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. had sent in an email about this guy. And Croy did some, you know, Googled his name and started watching all these videos. And he couldn't even tell me the story without crying. It's terrible. Um, and, and so inspiring as well. So it's, it's really, really cool. Um, I think that you guys will really uh, learn a lot from this guy for sure. What do you think, babe? Oh my God. Yeah. It's just the interview speaks for itself. So I knew that I was going to probably not be able to speak very much. And I, and once I like start to get upset or like, I, you know, I forget it. There's no like people that say, excuse me, I'm sorry. Give me a moment and they can get their shit together. I'm not one of those. Okay. I'm not. So I, I cried through almost the whole interview and, and I think that we're all going to go into 2020 with a very, very different um, perspective. I think that um, this hits home to every parent out there. I think it it 
it's this this man right here is truly incredible. Eric is incredible. Um, and in his 20 short years, he has done so much. So I think that you guys will really enjoy this. But grab your tissues and we'll chat back after the interview. The holiday shopping season is wrapping up, which means that time is running out to order your last minute gifts. And even though you might finally be closed to no longer needing to stock Amazon for discounted stocking stuffers, you probably still need a little help surviving the last few weeks of the holiday madness. But don't worry about it. CBMD has you covered with everything you need to relax, recharge, and enjoy your holiday. Whether you're traveling across the country, cooking a feast, playing Santa, giving yourself the gift of high quality support, from the fast acting topical products to classic CBD oil tinctures to relaxing bath bombs and more, CBDMD truly has something for everybody. To make surviving this season a little easier, they're offering all my listeners 20% off your next order when you use code Kim at checkout. And if you're still looking for one last holiday deal, keep following CBDMD on Instagram to receive the latest updates on their ongoing quote unquote week of gifting from now until Friday, December 20th. But for the everyday discount you know and love, once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code Kim for 20% off your purchase of high quality CBD oil products from CBDMD. This is House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. You're listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. All right, you guys. So uh, we are at week three of Dream Big December, and we have an incredible uh, guest with us. I think probably one that uh, I've never really been touched more personally from just kind of watching his story online and, and doing some research after we um, he was brought to us by a very special person. So I did a lot of uh, – not a lot, but I did some research on him, and, and uh, I think – his story is absolutely incredible, and uh, I know he's going to tell it to us here. And yeah, man, Eric, uh, we're we're so excited to have you on our podcast. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. I, I can't believe that you guys took the time, and I'm actually on this podcast. Oh, you're so cute. That's very sweet. Well, do you? I, I know we had talked right before we hit uh, started to record, but. You don't know how we found out about you, and I'd like to share that story with you. And, and I'm, I'm guessing you probably know this girl. You may is, not. Yeah, maybe not. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> her name is Erica Curtis, and she sent in an email when we had uh, requested that people share their stories with us for Dream Big December. And she says, hello, Kim. I'm a huge fan of you and your entire family. I'm reaching out to you because there is a young man in the town that I live in that has started an an organization helping kids and adults with bullying. Not only is this young man beyond amazing, but he also only has a few months to live. He has brain cancer. I'm sending you this video to see if you can just check out his page and help spread the word. He's done so much for our community during this difficult time. Such a selfless, positive young man. I've been following your Ask, Believe, Receive since I first heard you say it on Don't Be Tardy. So I'm asking for you just to help spread the word about Eric and his positivity and organization and believing that you will when you have time thank you so much from one of your biggest fans erica curtis so she sent in and below that email she had attached a facebook page and and as i was pulling it up and i did all that wonderful research on you um what you have accomplished in such a short amount of time is just it's really incredible to me and, and i related to the fact that uh and, and i want to hear your story and, and 
and you have you tell it but you went through some struggles uh, at, at a young age something that our son could probably relate to and then i what you're doing with your foundation relates to me because i spent my whole life in a gym and uh that's a, that's been a big part of my life so um eric the floor is yours how, you know tell us tell us kind of uh, how things got started for you Okay, uh, so I'm going to have to actually start from the beginning of my life. Yep. So when I was born, I weighed uh, one pound and uh, 15 ounces. Wow. Uh, I also had a twin, but my twin sadly passed away on, uh, you know, the exact time I was born. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Not many people know that, but uh, yeah, that's that's a, sh- well, a fact that right. you guys now right and uh so i had five major operations at the time of my birth the biggest one was the uh, reconstruction of my airway okay I was, yeah since being uh 25 weeks early being a preemie uh you ha- go through a lot of surgeries that's for sure right and uh growing up since all of since being you know so i guess small and you know being so i don't know what the word, but being one pound and 15 ounces, being so premature, right. there we go. Being uh, so premature, uh, I had a lot of uh, learning disabilities. Okay. So uh, growing up, you know, I would get pulled out of classes to get help with math, uh, English, reading, you know, the list goes on. Right. And uh, as I, you know, grew up, uh, between the ages of 11 through 13, I uh, actually became a uh, victim of uh, child child abuse and bullying. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when I was being bullied, it, it was hard because at the same time I was being abused. And the bullying, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, like, but my friends turned on me and, you know, and I became, you know, that the outlier. Right. But, uh and then when I was being abused, I felt like I was on my own island, if you will. Uh, yeah. I didn't really trust anybody. And I, I know it, it's weird now because I know I'm, I have a loving family behind me. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was weird. Like, I didn't, I was like in a pretty much deep hole and didn't really want to, you know, share my voice, if you will. Right. Yeah, of course. Were you, you and, were being abused uh, at school? I wasn't being abused at school. I was being bullied at school. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of my family members abused me when uh, that actually the abuse lasted for three years. Jeez. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, going through that was probably the hardest thing ever because I didn't really, you know, trust anybody. Mm -hmm. And then three years later after that, I uh, sadly got diagnosed with brain cancer. And I actually got my actual diagnosis was a great uh, stage three anaplastic appendomoma. This type of brain cancer that's found in 52, uh, sorry, that is found in 200 kids a year and 52 adolescents a year. So that's ages from like 14 to 19. Wow. Yeah. So I read somewhere that you are the only person in the U.S. that has reached uh, basically this uh, a certain stage of this yeah. type of cancer and still been alive. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Wow. 
That's, That's unbelievable. It. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'll get to that then. Okay. So, um, dealing with uh, my cancer, uh, we had to start a GoFundMe because where I was getting treatment, I actually had to go uh, out of state and uh, get my uh, first round of radiation. Okay. So, they, they got all the tumor, which the original tumor was in my head. It was on my brain stem. It was three centim- It was three centimeters by two centimeters. That's pretty large for a tumor. Right. Yeah. They uh, they got it all, but then uh, when we got down to MD Anderson in te- in uh, Houston, Texas, uh, they it, it you know it showed up. Uh, they they said down at the hospital, they actually didn't get it all. It mm. was still there, but they they just missed some of it. Mm. So. Uh, there was a little bit left, and uh, so they went on with the radiation. And my first radiation was uh, proton radiation. I had uh, about 30 rounds of it, so, well, 31 rounds of it, so it's like a month and one day. And wow. um, so I was down there, so we came back, and uh, I was like, okay, I thought it was, I'll be clear. So mm-hmm. we advanced with the three months, and then Within that time that I was down there uh, with that GoFundMe, so the GoFundMe raised $64,000 in 13 days. Oh, my goodness. That's wow, great. that's fantastic. Yeah, it was amazing. And uh, then we had about 20, I think it was 21900 I could be wrong with the number. Right. Don't quote me on the number. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> uh, uh and uh, I just try to be accurate. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And then so uh, with that, uh, I didn't really want to pocket all that money. That would be that would be bad. Like that wasn't the person that was my, my mom raised me. That, right. that just wasn't. So with that money, we started up a uh, foundation. It is called the TEK Foundation Incorporated. Sorry, TEK Foundation, CC Incorporated. That's the long name. Mm-hmm. But doing, we're doing business as Give a Child a Voice. Yep. So our uh, so the main I guess, slogan behind the uh, Give a Child a Voice, our mission, is to educate uh, children and adults about the importance of a child's voice. Because, you know, like me, I... Uh, I was, you know, an outcast. And when I finally shared my voice, you know, everything stopped. And everything became back to normal for me. What now dealing with, you know, my illness. Guys are brutal to Christmas shop for. Your dad, friends, brothers, etc. You can spend days searching for the perfect gift and you hear, well, that's nice. Do you still have the receipt? Picture the guy on your nice list because I'm about to make Christmas shopping brain dead fun because mancrates.com is having a massive holiday sale. Mancrates.com knows what guys want. Each crate is high quality, fun, and useful like their whiskey appreciation crate with his initials etched into the glass or pitmaster crate with sauces, rubs, and get this, a steel meat claw. Who doesn't need a steel meat claw? Just match the personalities of your guys on your Christmas list with their perfect man crates. I guarantee he'll post a picture of your gift and brag about it. You guys, I gave Croy three man crates for Christmas and only allowed him to open one, which was the um, 
Grilling Masters. Grilling Masters. So incredible. You guys, it is amazing. And it's actually truly a crate that they have to open themselves, which is hysterical. So don't miss this massive holiday savings at mancrate.com. Buy one mancrate and get half off your second one. Just visit mancrates.com slash Kimsey to get half off. Again, that's mancrates.com slash Kimsey. Mancrates.com slash Kimsey. So you were diagnosed at the age of, of 16 and you had 16. been bullied and abused uh, kind of uh, from 10 to 13 and then in high school uh, and hadn't had, and you didn't tell anybody basically is what is what you were saying. You just kind of held all that stuff in. Uh, yeah. I, right. So 11 to thir- 13 was the abuse and uh, bullying. Right. right. So after like my first uh, treatment, I did my scans and uh, my, uh, oh, actually, sorry, I forgot, I forgot, forgot. I'm not going to advance. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Let me, let me rebuttal. So, <laughs> since, starting, so since starting the foundation, so at that same time, we're starting the foundation and uh, seeing how much money we, we uh, raised in yeah. that short amount of time, make a wish approach. And uh, the uh, my Make-A-Wish, I didn't really want it to be for myself. I never liked the spotlight to be shined on me. You know, I was very shy and introverted kid right. before I was diagnosed with cancer. I mean, heck, now I'll I'll say stuff that you'll, you'll think you're like, oh my gosh, why did he say? Why did he say? <laughs> and uh, yeah, but uh, so the uh, my Make-A-Wish, I. Uh, so I, I use it to help others, which I'll I'll get to later. Okay. And um so after uh you know, a couple of months of scans, they've seen uh my original tumor pop back up and uh and so in the same spot. So my original tumor was now on my brainstem again, but not at the same size. It was like it was more minuscule okay. than than it was uh-huh. and then it actually uh, shifted to the left side of my brain, which is on, on the, uh, well, in the left ventricle horn. It's like a spot in your brain. Mm-hmm. And then so they uh, proceeded with my second brain surgery on June 13th of 2017. Mm. And then uh, so we did that. And then fast forward, I had to get my second round of radiation. And then, so they proceeded. So I live in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and my my main hospital is Hershey. So I, I just had my what well, had my second round of radiation at Hershey. Mm-hmm. So after that, so it was actually so this time it was uh, gamma knife radiation. The difference is from proton to gamma knife is the amount of beams. It has so like your radiation. Mm-hmm. So say regular radiation it has like two hundred and say two hundred and nine beams. Okay, it had one hundred and eighty nine, but it's more precise. Right. It's basically this is how my doctor explained it. It's basically popping a, a zit with a needle. That's how precise it is. Wow. Oh wow! Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, and so I had to wear this full on uh, metal like caved on my head oh, oh just, no uh, the screws were screwed into your skull but it didn't really hurt i mean after the fact when they pulled them out it was it's just all pressure oh, so when they pulled them out you like feel the pressure but that's that's you know here i mean 
Heck, wow. I have worse things that happened to me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, after that radiation, uh, they took an MRI of my brain and seen that uh, my tumors actually didn't, nothing happened. Oh, no. So uh, then uh, pr proceeded with scans, proceeded with scans, and then uh, that brought us to the third round of, well, the third surgery. Yep. And uh, so actually it's kind of weird. So on December, what was it, December 2nd, uh, this is where my whole Make-A-Wish thing kicks in. Yep. This was December 2nd of 2017. So with my Make-A-Wish, I wanted to refurbish my high school weight room. Why the weight room? Yeah. Someone may wonder is because it helped me, you know, build courage when I was faced with all this stuff. And I would, I would go there, you know, it would be my out, for example. Mm -hmm. So like people read books to relieve stress. Mm -hmm. People run to relieve stress. Mine was lifting, lifting weights. I liked how, you know, my body would change and, yeah, it, it was course. awesome. Yeah, and of course. Then, uh, so that's why, I mean, the whole gym idea for the Make-A-Wish. Right. And uh, so Make-A-Wish, their wish is only $14,000. And when I say only, it's not like that's not a lot of money. I mean, that's a heck ton of money. Right. But for a whole gym, $14,000 isn't going to get you far. Right. So uh, from Make-A-Wish's connections and from our connections that we have built up through, I mean... It was for two years. The mm -hmm. gym took about six months, the project. Uh, yeah, the gym ended up being a $300,000 weight room. Wow. Yeah, That's it was so crazy. Cool. The, the, I mean, a lot of football, like, so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, they helped out with, uh, they uh, actually supplied, a, a, like, turf, like fo football turf. Mm -hmm. So we have, like, a kind of like a running uh, track in the weight room. Wow. And uh, the Eagle, the Philadelphia Eagles actually uh, donated two uh, pieces of equipment, uh, uh, of weight equipment too, okay. which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And so, uh, and the Make-A-Wish that went off, the gym, it was crazy amount of money. And then, uh, well, I was still dealing with my, you know, my surgery and everything. So, Fast forward, it was like, it was about three, uh, it was three days later. It was uh, December 5th. Uh, that was my uh, third brain surgery. And with the two tumors that were in the back of my head, um, which was kind of crazy was, uh, so they went in, my uh, doctor, I had one doctor who did all the surgeries. He's, uh, the, he's top five in the nation. Wow, these kind of and he uh, went in and took uh, that he thought he took the the tumor on the left side out completely. Mm -hmm. That was easy, easy to get to, but right. the hard one is the brainstem because on the brainstem is all your motor functions. Mm -hmm. You know how you walk, how basically everything of your body is mm -hmm. from your brainstem. Right. As he thought, he went. As thought when he went in, got it all, then he, they patched him back up, and uh, I was in my bed, 
I was on a lot of drugs <laughs> and uh, gotta say they had some good drugs. <laughs> it, it was oh, it was great. I felt like I was loud. <laughs> oh, <funny. no. laughs> then after uh, he passed me back up, he came in and said, uh, "Eric, we had to do another surgery." Well, I didn't know because I was so. I was on so many drugs that they actually did have MRI scan uh-huh. and I was like, you know, out pretty much out of it. Of course. And, uh, so they did, uh, another surgery. It was not even 24 hours later. It was probably about, I would say, wow. uh, 15 hours later. Oh, wow. And that went my fourth brain surgery. Yeah. So then, uh, my, uh, mom actually got a call from, uh, St. Jude and the one doctor at St. Jude, his name is Dr. Merchant. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Merchant, uh, he uh, he specializes in epinomomas. He's been specializing this for uh, 19 years now. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, so, I mean, he has a lot of knowledge. Of course. So, uh, then, I mean, doing three rounds of radiation is asinine because uh, he, uh you know, a, another human being would never have a third round of radiation. Right. After my game, I should have been stopped. You know, they should have been like, okay, no. Right. But to further my life, to keep my, you know, my basically quality of life, uh-huh. they, my doctor said, okay, I'll do this third, third round. So, um, you know, we were actually... Uh, doing the whole paperwork thing, getting our insurance to, you know, cover. And mm-hmm. so with St. Jude, what's awesome about that and what's awesome about uh, Hershey Hospital is they have uh, these programs that you don't pay anything. Oh, you know, wow. they cover, like, all your bills and stuff like that. Right. So uh, then that meant my mom and I traveling again to another state for radiation. So we went down to St. Jude. And I remember our meeting vividly. It was with my mom, myself, Dr. Merchant, his head nurse, and then uh, this other lady. I forget her name. But uh, we were there. And after the conversation, uh, Dr. Merchant said, Eric, you know, you know, there's a chance that you're probably going to die on this table. And uh, oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I looked at him. And I mean, it was... Right. It was the only uh, option left. So, you know, I told him, I mean, what else do you have? You have nothing. So, you know, let's do this. Right. So, yeah. uh, I I kind of made. Uh, so he's a straight laced guy. I kind of <laughs> cracked him over. I cracked him over. Made made him a little bit happy over <laughs> the uh, the course of my radiation. So, <laughs> I was uh, I was down there, so when uh, Valentine said I still you know was getting radiation and stuff like that, and so I asked him, uh, you know, do you have plans for Valentine's? And he's married, and he said, yeah, I'm probably gonna, you know, uh, we're gonna go home and have a nice dinner and probably watch a movie, talking about him and his wife. And I was like, yeah. oh, is that a plus one for you know me too? <laughs> <laughs> like Eric Knight, oh. <laughs> That's amazing. Then, uh, he's, then the next day after that, uh, I was in the uh, MRI room. So you 
when you when you're at St. Jude, you have to get MRIs pretty much like every other week just to see you know checkups and make mm-hmm. sure they're you know hitting the right places so where the beam's going and stuff like that. Right. So I was at the MRI, you know, I was about to go back and uh, he uh, knocked on like the glass of like the waiting room and he he was smiling. He <laughs> that was the first time he actually smiled, which was actually pretty fun. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, then my so that radiation uh, that was probably I don't know all my radiations. The, it was easy because me personally, thank God, I did not have any side effects during the radiation. Wow. Yeah, and I mean I had you know the normal ones like uh, having loss of hair, but that was only on my last round of radiation. Okay. It was so my. My hair, like it didn't completely fall out like chemo. It wow. just came out in patches. So I basically just shaved my head. Right. But uh, you're not supposed to shave your head because apparently you get infected hairs. I didn't. My mom and I didn't know that. Oh. Oh wow. Yeah. Doctor Merchant was kind of pissed about that one. <laughs> he, <laughs> he wasn't, wasn't smiling then. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was mad. <laughs> so uh, then, so fast forward after that. Uh, you know, my round of my last round of radiation. So I had three rounds of radiation. That's sixty-one sessions. Wow! And then my four brain surgeries. Then I, uh, I aggressed into uh, a clinical trial. So basically, what a clinical trial is, it goes. This is how I was explained to it. It it might be different. It basically goes rat and monkey me. So basically, they test it on an animal first, and then they test it on the human first. It's a trial. Right. The uh, the trial it was made up of a chemo. They called it chemo, but uh-huh. the drugs weren't chemotherapy. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So it was drugs that were approved by F- FDA, uh-huh. but they not you know normal chemo patients would take this drug. Right. It was, so I was, so with my type being at St. Jude and moving on to chemo, uh, at St. Jude, they actually, uh, put me down as the first type of stage four, uh, at the age I was diagnosed for, you know, my kind of cancer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, now I tell my mom, heck, I gotta be first in something, right? So <laughs> first ever stage four. So there I gotta, go. I gotta, yep, gotta get a pat on the back for that one. Yep, that's good. <laughs> so, um, after, so the chemo, it didn't work. So I did a, about, so they're called uh, cycles. So the cycles are 25 days. That's okay. the, that's considered one cycle. So I, I did the 25 days. Then in that time, you have about a week break. And as that week, so my quality of health was diminishing really bad. So I was in the bathroom, bathroom twenty four seven. Oh no! Literally, I, I like lived in there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I could have got my pillow and blanket. It would have been perfect. But uh, yeah, so uh, so that actually took place in North Carolina. So my mom and I actually were down in North Carolina. She rented a rented an apartment. We moved all of her stuff down because. Uh, I had to get this chemo, and also right. at the same time, I uh, got accepted by uh, Wake Forest, and 
So sadly with Wake Forest, I couldn't go because of my chemo trial. Okay. They said that, Eric, you could, you could go, but the, the thing is, you know, you're going to have to, you know, you'll, you'll be with campus, you'll be with good people. But the thing with me, though, why I'm kind of a, I don't I, yeah, I would say stubborn. I need, you know, someone, either my brother or, or my mom to pretty much be there because I didn't feel that, you know, say not a nurse could do it or a doctor, but... I just feel more comfortable that you know, the people who are close with. Yes. If that's right. Yeah, hundred percent. So, uh, so coming from the chemo, so after the chem- the clinical trial, so in that time frame from the clinical trial to probably about I would say the beginning of uh, 2019, I was in a holding pattern. So what that is is. Uh, so whenever a clinical trial comes out, you have to meet every requirement from A to Z. You have to be a certain age. You have to be a certain height. You have to, mm-hmm. It's oh, wow. all of this stuff that plays in. And so with my, you know, my type of cancer, I didn't get accepted for any clinical trial besides that one, one clinical trial I did, which failed miserably. Mm-hmm. And then after that holding stage and after my, you know, at that time, also, which was good, my 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 tumors were actually staying steady. They were they were stable. So, I is crazy. I have conversations with my brother, and my mom. That it's crazy that as you progress with cancer, that what you say is good. You know, when you when you first get diagnosed, you're looking for a cure, or looking mm-hmm. for a cure, a cure. Right. Somewhere. I can't pronounce. Sorry, it's just all my uh, all the stuff that has happened to me on surgery and stuff like that. You're but fine. you're looking for a cure, yeah. and then so then that that's good that you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. But then when you get to the fact that you're stable and just trying to hold on as much as you can, then you say that's good, and then uh, yeah. you know progressing. I would say. If, August of this, yeah, August of this year, it's been eight months since my tumor's been stable. It was August. They said, uh, well, I, I, went, I was at, I was at, sorry, uh, I was at St. Jude, and then I was at Hershey. I had to go back and do an MRI for St. Jude okay. just for the research purpose, purposes. Mm-hmm. I'm in a uh, pretty much a, I would say a research thing for, with doctors right not supposed to say it but oh well right. uh and uh and with hershey i just do my normal mris but uh yeah. they uh so saint jude told me i have four to six months to live and hershey told me i have six months to live so as of right now i'm going with the six months that's great <laughs> that's fantastic yep. yeah yeah and so there's some more good news in this all. So uh, the foundation now, give a child a voice. We uh, we actually have uh, two gyms underway. They're, they're finished. So we have volume one, which is in Millersburg, Pennsylvania. And we have volume two, which is uh, in Halifax, Pennsylvania. Okay. And while, while why is it child, give a child a voice volume one and two? So I'm pretty much being the author of my own story. 
Okay, you guys, I am so excited to tell you about Rakuten. Rakuten is a free member-based loyalty program that lets you earn up to 40% cash back at over 2,500 stores. You guys, I learned about Rakuten um, a few months ago. So this Christmas holiday, I checked all my favorite stores, Neiman Marcus, Saks, Sephora, you name it, I checked it. Nike was a huge one. All you do is you make an account on Rakuten, literally this easy, and when you go to shop, you go to Rakuten first, you choose a store you want to shop at, and you get money back up to 40 I'm not even kidding you guys. It's literally that easy. And every three months, you'll be paid in the form of a check or via PayPal. It's always free. No gimmicks, no points to redeem. So simple and so easy to use. You guys, I'm not kidding you. It's that easy. You're going to shop anyway. Why don't you shop and get some money back? Corey and I have, what, $2,200 in our account at Rakuten right now. We are so excited. Anyways, you guys, to sign up today at Rakuten, head over to Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. You're listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. So, with the foundation, now we're launching the uh, we're doing the giveaway again for the uh, third uh, Give a Child a Voice waiver. Okay. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, we're getting a lot of school submissions. Uh, the deadline, I believe, is uh, January. 31st and um i mean heck any high school out there i mean put your submission in while you can because I'll tell you what there's some heavy hitter high schoolers high school <laughs> that, that are coming in and um i mean right now for this gym all we we what we really need is to raise money for this for the gofundme right now to raise enough money to you know supply all the equipment right. and also our or I would say the biggest thing is just to find sponsors from, you know, either NFL teams to, I would say, your average local town sponsor. We need, I mean, so for big name sponsors, uh, we have one right now and we're just looking for more. Right. To, uh, I mean, because with sponsors, they help cover the cost as well. Of course. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm in good spirits right now. I mean... I'm at peace with everything. Uh, I was in an interview recently, and uh, the guy asked me, he said, are you, uh, sorry, this is hard for me, this one. (laughs) So uh, he said, uh, are you okay? You know, are you at peace, basically, Mm -hmm. for dying? I said, I I I am, because, yeah, I I faced the... uh, I faced the person, you know, the abuser. Mm-hmm. I faced him. I'm at peace with everything. Right. And, uh, what's really cool <laughs> that is that I never thought that was going to happen since dealing with, uh, you know, the whole cancer situation mm-hmm. was uh, I actually, uh, <laughs> I actually, yeah, I graduated <laughs> from uh, Penn State. It was a full ride uh, scholarship. Wow. Because uh, from uh, from all all my uh, what is it scholarships from uh, uh, my high school, mm-hmm. uh, it was a full ride, and I uh, I graduated at uh, at uh, what was it? Yeah, I graduated at nineteen years old. I'd say. Congratulations! Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, 
Yeah, so that's my story. <laughs> what advice? I'm crying over here, of course. Yeah. Um, what advice do you have for um, kids that are being bullied? The main thing I can say is, you know, share your voice. Because it's without, you know, children speaking up, without them telling someone what's going on, whatever the case may be, you make the future. So this is your chance to, you know, change it. If you just tell someone you trust, or you don't even trust anyone, and you just want to shout it out to the world. Bullying for me, if when I look back at it, what I can say is it's more painful being in silence and breaking the silence is it feels a lot better right and for for a kid who's bullied uh speak up speak out you know share share your story please because heck i love reading kids stories about bullying about whatever it may be i love it and uh, i mean hell I, I would think a kid being bullied uh, they have the pretty much the world behind them, and the the bullier, the you know the kid who's bullying the kid. I feel bad for them. I don't look upon them as, you know, oh how dare you? No, I feel bad for him because it's the situation that he's living in. It's That's exactly emo- what Corey and I, our son KJ, um, went through some bullying the beginning of the year um, at his school. He's eight. Both our boys, well, the ones that are uh, in second and third grade, they're they're pretty big boys, and um, and KJ said to me, you know, they're making fun of me because I'm, you know, uh, I can't, bigger be, than the other I'm kids. bigger than them. I can't be a quarterback mm-hmm. um, because I'm too big to be a quarterback. I can't run. I'm fat. Yeah, so they um, would kind of single him out. They would he single would, him out, and partake in some he tells stuff. me a lot uh, and shares, you know, a lot with me and. And he said, you know, mom, so-and-so, so-and-so said this to me, called me fat. And I was like, really, KJ? So KJ and I had like a heart-to-heart. And I said, you know, KJ, it's a direct reflection of their home and kind of their upbringing, I believe. And I said, you know, I did say you can only feel bad for somebody like that. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, would you like me to go to the school and say something? And and he's like, no, I'm going to try to handle it. So Croy had said, you know, you handle it and, and you let us know. And then a week went by and it just, you could tell in KJ. And he's more of an emotional eater. If he's stressed, he eats. Whereas if I'm stressed, I don't. And so I could tell that he was kind of eating a lot more. And so um, I went to have lunch. Croy and I went to go have lunch and our other, our daughter, Brielle. And, um, and I was going to talk to the teacher. And I see this child with his mom at another table and I'm like you know what I'm going over there and Corey's like no you're not (laughs) you're going to do the proper train of command that is not the right thing to do Kim calm down so I pulled the teacher aside I explained to the teacher what was going on she said we will have the child go with the principal after lunch and we'll have a conversation with him please let KJ know that before he leaves at the end of the day today um, we will talk with him the principal myself and and let him know what happened basically and they addressed it immediately and um, things have been pretty good since there's some things KJ, you know, because he is bigger, um, definitely takes the brunt of things. He plays basketball and he's bigger. And so they say you can't run. And, you know, it's that sort of thing right. with him. But he's very vocal. And we really encourage um, 
you know, him to say, KJ, how was your day? What happened today? Did anybody say anything? How you doing? You know, that kind of thing. And he's done well with it, but it was pretty heartbreaking to, um, yeah. even have him verbalize it to me. And then me try to say, Hey, okay. Do you think you could handle it on? It was Croy's idea to right. kind of say, handle it on your own. You know, I want to get in the car immediately and drive to the school. Croy's like, let's not do that. Let's, you know, let him kind of see what he can do and handle. And then, and it, yeah, not much, but longer. much, much like you had described, uh, there, Eric, with your story was, you know, you had, you had dealt with the bullying and, and the abuse and, uh, you know, it, you felt isolated. And, and I think there's, there's hundreds of thousands of kids across right. the country that, that they feel that isolation and it's, and it's sheer fear of, of, you know, you can maybe describe it for us too, you know, cause you've lived it in, in, you know, like you said, it's, it's isolation in it's basically it, like, who who's going to believe me pretty much right right and it's, it's you're standing in front of that wall and it's so scary to get all over that wall or, or come out and say like hey look this is hurting me and this is how i feel and i'm this is happening to me but then like you said once you do it's it's such a sense of relief and and like you said everybody's behind the person that's getting bullied you know and, and right you're you're not alone we ended up uh, finding out that this child was actually bullying several other people in, in right. KJ's grade. But what made you, did you finally come and tell your mom and when that you were being bullied or how did that, how did that kind of come about? I mean, I told my mom, but I got to the point where I, I said to myself, uh, not be like cocky or anything, but I, I'm, I'm better than them. How dare they bully me? Right. It's not, it's not right. So, so, so you came to that on your own? You and, dealt with the the abuse that. for a couple of years. What made you um, finally share? Well, I mean, heck, I, I shared at 16 such a, I would say, old age when you're a, a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, right. I was kidding, I'm 20. But uh, what really got me to tell was getting diagnosed with cancer. It's mid-December. Every game in the NFL means that much more. All is on the line for playoffs implications. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners at Podcast One, betonline.ag, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code Podcast One for your 50% sign-up bonus. NFL Week 16's biggest matchup. Buffalo at New England, Rams at San Francisco, New Orleans at Tennessee, Kansas City at Chicago, Green Bay at Minnesota. If you guys are just joining us, we have five picks each week. Did we win last week? I don't know if we won, but all five of our teams won. So so we probably should have won. I think so. Or somebody else picked five teams maybe. as well. So maybe we're in the running. Yes. Anyhow, you guys, it's a $5,000 season-long charity contest. We are really, really hoping to win. Corey's done a really good job at selecting the teams because you guys know that I'm not really good at that. So who are we picking this week? This week we have the Ravens as a lock, the Saints, the Chiefs, the Seahawks, and the 49ers. Anyways, visit betonline.ag and don't forget your promo code podcast1 for your 50% sign-up bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. Enjoy watching the games this week. So you have uh, – how, how much uh, time do you think that you have left here to try to get uh, this gym accomplished? Well, so uh, the gym – so I think we're going, we, pull, we pull the winners in sometime in February – but uh, how I'm looking at it, I'm I don't I'm not looking at it as January is you know my end date as you know I pass away. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be rough. I mean, heck, right now, uh, 
some stuff that I thought would be working, it doesn't work. And it's like my walking, it's it gets bad because I mean, heck, I think my wall is my best friend because I keep running into it. Oh, <laughs> and you were traveling. Really you were you were in Los Angeles recently. I mean, your energy, yeah. you're just incredibly inspiring. Yeah, the, I mean, I had to take a wheelchair around. I mean, yeah, stuff's breaking down, but how I look at it now is, I mean, it's it's life. You're born, you live, you die. I mean, the thing is, how I like to say life, it's like a bookshelf, you know? Our book, our books, you know, people's books are, each year you get a blank 365 pages to rewrite your story. Sadly, you know, some books are shorter than others. My book is shorter because I have shorter lives to live. Shorter years to live. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I'm fine with everything. I mean, yeah, I've just been spending time with my family. Yeah, that's, and that's such a great analogy. You know, people's some books are are very long, but the content in those books is is not worth reading. You know, they they don't live their life. Mm-hmm. appropriately and, and you've done the exact opposite like you said yours is a little bit shorter but it's you've accomplished it's so much incredibly full with uh huge amounts of of great content and, and you're so selflessly you know you could have been taking time for yourself and right. just hiding in your house and not doing anything but you've uh done something incredible and that's tried to give every child in this country and in this world a voice and and uh I, I just couldn't be more proud of you as as a person from person to person uh, for everything that you've done, Eric. So and so, you have a brother. Does and does he help you with the gyms and kind of the ideas and um and do you have any other siblings? So since Kyle passed away, I do have an older brother. His name is Tyler. So what's funny though, Tyler, he's actually my nurse now, <laughs> meaning I can't really keep track of my pills, what pills I take and what pills I don't take. So he he does that for me. But that's, uh, good. that's really sweet. Yeah, I mean he uh, got got out of the Coast Guard to uh, come and handle the fun train. <laughs> wow, you have such an incredible attitude. I'm very quiet. Thank you, Thank you so much. I you know. I don't know. I I don't think I could do what what you've done. Um, you're you're. I know I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a special person, and I relate so much. I think to you in a sense of of. <clears throat> I think every child goes through some some form of of bullying. You know, where one day somebody says something that that they shouldn't say to you, uh, and there's each kid goes through some level, and yeah. I really found a, a release of you know, kind of some of the things that had, that I had bottled up as a child in the gym, you know, and, and I was able to channel, um, that gym work into, into a career in the NFL. But, um, I can really relate to a gym and, and we talk about it on our podcast. We have a, a positive segment in, in each episode and, and we say, you know, we encourage people to, to really, um, take a look at their life and, and what you're asking and what you're putting out into the universe and, and how you're treating people and how you're treating yourself. And, you know, we say, if you want a better life, you have to take care of yourself and, and work out yeah. and, and yeah. speak up and express yourself. And so everything yeah. that you're doing and you're, you're standing for is exactly what, uh, creates a, a positive life. So, um, yeah, I, I learned if nothing around you changes, change the things that are around you and right. then stuff will change. No, right. 100% right. That's fantastic. Um, 
So where, where can people who hear your story on our, on our podcast and in our social media, where can they go to help you out, Eric? Uh, you guys can go to uh, giveachildavoice.us. That is the official website, website of the foundation. Okay. And uh, when you go there, uh, you will see our donate link to the GoFundMe that we're having right now. And also, uh, if you want to be a sponsor, you can be a sponsor. Fantastic. And on fa- on and also and on Facebook, uh, it's just give a child a voice. I can barely speak, Eric. Even though I have lots of thoughts. <laughs> so, do you have any uh, plans for for Christmas? Do you uh, what are you going to oh, do for Christmas? Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, we. So my mom, she likes. Uh, well, the, our, so our whole house is black and white. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> she says. Uh, and she she keeps telling to people. She's been saying it for years. Once you go gray, everything turns to shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. so. yeah, but uh, yeah, Christmas is. I mean, heck, we're getting in the holiday mood. Good, good. So you're just gonna stay home then and and have have a good meal and and open some gifts and just hang out with your yeah, family. Uh, yeah, we have some family members coming coming over and stuff. Okay. I grew up in Connecticut. I love Pennsylvania. Um, mm, not in the winter. Yeah, no, not in the winter. I didn't like Connecticut in the winter either, but I definitely miss the north. I grew up um, up there and went to Yukon and then moved down here to Georgia when I was 21, almost 22. And I've been here ever since, but I definitely love it up there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah sadly, we can't have the whole family over because last time we did that, it was you couldn't really move much. I mean, <laughs> my my first cousins. We have I think it was I think it's thirty two cousins. Oh my cousins. gosh! Wow, big yeah. family. Wow, you got a huge family. A big Irish family. There yeah. you go. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Well, you're really really inspiring, um, and just I mean, yeah, you're it's you're you're really incredible. Yeah, we really appreciate you sharing your story here on our podcast. Corey and I will be donating um, to your charity. Um, which we're really excited about and, and the ability to go ahead and give. Um, and I'm going to try to rally up some sponsors for you for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, yes. for sure. I'm definitely going to uh, see what I can do. I mean, I know, uh, Kim, you're, you know, very active in all your, the stuff that you do. And, uh, Corey, I mean, heck ex NFL player for the bills and Falcons. <laughs> Tip my hat to you. Always oh, be in the NFL. I mean, I played football since I was six, and played up until I was diagnosed. Wow. Yeah, I saw a couple of pictures on on that Facebook of you in a uniform. I was, uh, I was running back and linebacker. Good for you, Croy. I'll tell you. Um, last, I guess it was the end of last week or whatever. I was in our room, kind of cleaning up and getting Christmas stuff together, and I went into Croy's office, and he's hysterically crying. Yeah. And he was um, watching your story. What was he watching? He was watching you and your story, a couple of videos that people have, you know, sent. And, and uh, I can't even talk. I knew I wasn't going to be able to talk. I said to Corey, like, <laughs> you're going to do most of the talking. Um, but Corey was like, I can't even talk. He couldn't even tell me the story. Yeah. Um, you've touched us so much. And, and I just was telling my girls that I was going up to have this call with you. And they were like, Mom, I'm like, I already got my tissues. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, and I, we all, everybody's so busy in this world and, and everybody's just trying to accomplish things and, and be successful at life. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's important for people, I think, to, to take a step back sometimes and, and 
and put life into evaluate. Per, right evaluate yeah. and put life into perspective and and I think uh, your story definitely put my life into perspective you know it just it, just, it gives you a different lens to look at uh, life through and uh, man you know I just again I can't yeah, I can't my, tell you how proud I am of you to to see what you've done and, and what you've gone through and, and you just keep pressing on so thank you uh, so much my uh my uncle uh he's my godfather uh he recently got diagnosed with parkinson's so uh he yeah he told me he he was like eric yeah i yeah i he put a different perspective on my right he well, told me that uh well he has his he has the largest furniture frame manufacturer in the world but uh he builds like uh pretty much his like he has like customers like lazy boy and stuff like that uh-huh. but uh he said all the money in the world world yep. and you can't you can't help uh sickness right yeah right yeah. but uh i mean heck yeah Koi or or income if you guys can please you know see if you guys can get some sponsors i mean heck nfl sponsors any ones you guys can get i mean yeah Oh, you have my word. We will definitely, um, definitely do that. And also, um, I would love to send your mom, um, a box of my own, uh, skincare company and a bathrobe. I'm going to send her and, and send her a care package for Christmas. So before, when we hang up here, I'll get the address from you where to send it and we'll send her a really sweet package for Christmas for sure. And some lipstick because I own a makeup company too. (laughs) And we're going to send her a really sweet package just to let her know that she is appreciated and you appreciate her of course. And, and all the time and, and, um, that she spends with you and, and what she's done for you as well. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, (laughs) this is actually pretty funny. So by the, so, uh, my uh, service dog that passed away. Uh, she was seven years old, but uh, so she. The only reason that we could get her was because she was white. <laughs> like, <laughs> either black or white. This is how I mean how strict everything is. Oh hell! Well, my products are gray. My boxes are gray with my lipsticks inside. Oh no! And my cashmere's mint green. <laughs> my my desk has to be white. That is so funny. (laughs) That is really, really funny. (laughs) My kitchen, it's all white besides like the stove and the fridge and stuff like that. (laughs) That's really, really funny. She's got that decorated down. She's figured it out. Our tree, it's white with black decorations. You're kidding me. (laughs) That's unbelievable. That's really unbelievable. (laughs) Your mom sounds like a really sweet lady. (laughs) She has... She has high heels on the tree too. <laughs> That's my kind of girl for sure. She goes, so she's like, I was like, Mom, uh, what, you know, I know last year you you went with a high heel tree and stuff like that because you know it matched the house and stuff like that. And uh, she goes, I was like, Well, where's like you know our, our ornaments we made you? Do you want to put this on the tree? She goes, No, it doesn't match. <laughs> <laughs> that we're like, we're twins. We are twins. Your mom and I. <laughs> When's your mom's birthday? Uh, August tenth. Uh, August tenth. So she's a Leo. She must have yeah. beautiful hair. Does she have beautiful hair? Most Leos have beautiful hair. Well, she she. she yeah, she does. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't look at her. Hair <laughs> I'll ask Corey, like, what's your mom's color eyes? He's like, I don't, I don't know. I'm Green. like, how do you not know? Oh, see, you know. Yes, okay, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you have a friend over here forever. We're um, so, so thankful for you um, joining us here and sharing your story. You truly are um, incredibly inspirational, and I'm sure you will inspire so many of our listeners. Um, we're going to make your mom's Christmas special and, and yours as well. Thank you so much. Thanks, Eric. I mean, wow. Like, I just, what an incredible story in, in, in person. We... And- we ended the interview for the podcast part of it. And he wanted to talk to Croy and I and ask yeah. some questions. And so, um, he asked Croy what it was like to be in the NFL, mm-hmm. which was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And then he asked me what it was like to be on housewives. His mom is a, is a really, uh, big fan. And, um, yeah, I told him a lot of lessons that I learned. Um, and you know, in situations like this, I definitely feel like the mom, you know, doesn't really she's not focused on herself. She's focused obviously mm-hmm. on her son. So I put a huge box together, um, for his mom and some things for him as well. Um, cashmere collection stuff that I have here at the house. And so I think she'll really appreciate that for Christmas. But I mean, wow. Like, wow. is all I, I don't can know. Say. And my girls, you guys. So we had to go pick up our kids from school and I text the girls like, hey, you guys, because Corey was still on the phone with him talking about, you know, the NFL and all that stuff and housewives and what have you. So the girls, I'm saying we're on the phone, you know, um, with Eric and I told the girls going upstairs, like, I'm going to be a wreck. So the girls were so sweet. They immediately got in the car and Ariana did and went and picked the kids up, which was really cute. But mm-hmm. um, really inspiring. And uh, yeah, I mean, wow. Yeah. Just really think, incredible. Again, you know what? What grabbed me? the most from from his story and in, in speaking to him and, and I, I touched a little bit on it in the interview is just perspective on life you know he I think his analogy of of a library and everybody's life is a cool. book on the yeah. shelf mm-hmm. you know and, and some are short some are long some are filled with great content some not so much and and it's up to each and every one of us as people to fill your book with incredible content and you have a choice every day about what you're going to write on that page. You know, he said each chapter has 365 pages, except for the year that you don't make it to the, that 365th, you know. And so what are you writing on each and every page of that book? And, uh, you know, we just we've talked a little bit in the most <clears throat> recent podcast about about some negativity on Instagram and, and people's choices and and, and you know get some perspective on life is all I say. And if you can say something to say to somebody or stand up to somebody, Mm -hmm. um, stop somebody from doing something that they shouldn't be doing, you know, try to do it if you can. And, uh, he, he's definitely making the world a better place. He's giving, uh, uh, kids his age, a perspective to be able to speak about things that are bothering them, whether it's bullying or, or, a self-employed image or an image that they got from Instagram or somebody said something mean to them. I mean, people get treated bad every day and they, they hold it in and they bottle it in. And he said, you know, he feels better than he ever felt by sh- just talking about right. it. I think that's very important. And I think as a parent too, um, you know, invest in your children. And if you, as a mom, I know when something's off, right. You just know. And so it's like, KJ, what's up? Nothing. How was school today? KJ's very open with me, and Kane's the one that's kind of um, 
very to himself. You know, he mm-hmm. doesn't, you know, like he very doesn't. Introverted. Yeah, very introverted and doesn't want you to know. Like if he was three years old and potty training, he accident, had an accident in his pants. He would never tell you. He'd go mm-hmm. upstairs, change his clothes, wipe his ass. But <laughs> like he would be mortified if mm-hmm. we were to ever mention it to him. Yeah. Of course we knew. But so, um, but I, I think it's very important as parents to stay involved in your children's life. I think sometimes getting caught up in work, hustle and bustle, um, the phone, you know, social media, like you really pay attention to your child and, and, you know, and if they're not giving you information, you can go to the school, talk to the teacher. Have you seen a change? You can, you can figure it out from there. But my mom was always super aggressive when my brother and I were bullied. My brother in particular, I remember a situation. It was unbelievable, but with a teacher, I still remember his name. Um, and I was in fourth grade. My brother was in sixth when it happened, and I just remember my mom just losing it, and um, it was pretty intense. So I do remember that. I do remember my mom being my voice as a child. We are our children's voices in school in first, second, third, you know, these younger years. As they get older, obviously, they, they grow up and, and learn, but we're our child's voice. So anyhow, if you guys want to donate or make any kind of donation to Eric, you can go to giveachildavoice.us. Um, that is the link. The link will also be below here in the podcast, you guys. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, all, Eric. We can all do better. Join. Yeah, we can all do better. You <laughs> never know either, you guys, when your life is going to change. You don't, it, you know, you just don't know these things. Just like his life changed, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, four years ago. Um, never thought it was going to change at 16. So mm-hmm. um, also, you guys know I'm a huge supporter of St. Jude's. And to hear him say that they take care of all the bills and do all of that and help mm-hmm. the parents spend their time with their child their last few months is really incredible to me and astounding. Um, and that's kind of why I've always been a huge fan of them and donated. So yeah. anyways, you guys, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of House of Kim. I'm not sure. I'm going to try to do maybe a podcast early and maybe drop it on Monday because I know that Christmas is Wednesday mm-hmm. or I'm going to say that and then who knows. Okay. <laughs> so just forget it. But I'm going to try to, I'm going to let you guys know on my social media when the podcast goes up, we're going to talk all things Christmas. I'm really, really excited. We'll have um, our last Dream Big December We'll have guest. our last Dream Big December guest, you guys. It will be our 100th episode. Wow, yeah. that's really cool. So you guys email episode. Kim at Kim Zolciak with your stories um, of somebody that, and I've been saying this totally wrong, um, has, I don't know why I've been saying it wrong, but half the time I'm saying, okay. achieved something great or overcame something big. Please tell us their story or send us your story and we'll be picking somebody um, next week. We have not selected that person yet. Um, so definitely email Kim at Kim Zolciak with your story. Thanks so much, you guys. We'll chat next week. Have Merry Christmas. Week. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Catch new episodes every Wednesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. A big thank you to our sponsors for this episode of House of Kim. They are Bet Online. Sign up with promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today and follow along with your favorite host picks throughout the season. Mercari. Check out Mercari and lighten the load this holiday. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I. Mercari, the selling app. Man crates. Visit mancrate.com slash Kim Z to get half off your second crate. CBDMD. Visit CBDMD.com and use promo code Kim for 20% off your purchase. And Rakuten. Sign up today at R-A-K-U-T-E-N dot com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.